podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hi, villains, and welcome to an absolutely fantastic post-match pod. Aston Villa 6, Brighton 1. What a fantastic performance from minute 1 to minute 98 from Aston Villa. A real, like, for anybody, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm just going to say it here. For anybody with any doubts after Wednesday about character of the team, ability of the manager, ability of the players, can we please stop getting so low in the low moments when we've got poor performances? Can we please, please stop it? Because I'm going to be right high after this game, and everybody should. 6-1 against the team that were anointed as the next best of the rest. The team that the commentators didn't spend 30 seconds not blowing smoke at for the whole lot of that second half and the first half as well. Deserby this. Brighton scoring 13 goals in the second half. Are they going to come back against Aston Villa? Oh, the recruitment has been great. Everyone knows the recruitment has been great. Everybody knows the Brighton are a really well-run club. But Aston Villa absolutely destroyed them. Made them look second-rate today. Shackled them and marshaled them. There was talk there about... They, they spent three and a half minutes talking about Billy Gilmore. Aston Villa destroyed Billy Gilmore today. They were the, that was the person they went for, literally went for him in the first half. And Villa get the just desserts today. Six goals at home against Brighton. Six goals. Like, it's incredulous stuff. One of the best wins, probably, like, like since the 7-2 for, for Liverpool, the best win that Aston Villa have put together in the Premier League. I'm open to correction on that, but the best win. Fantastic stuff. Third in the league until tomorrow. 15 points from a possible twenty from a possible 21. And we've just dismantled the team that's been anointed the best of the rest by the by the footballing public. What a fantastic performance. I'm gonna bring in Paddy because Paddy's just joined in there. I, I couldn't wait to get on. Paddy. Stuff of dreams. 6-1 versus Brighton. Well, I don't think anybody in their right mind would have would have bet on that one anyway, that's for sure. Look, it was a, a masterclass in the first half. Their subs changed changed the game a little bit at halftime. But, my God, did we respond at the end. Like, t- t- it's just absolutely ama- amazing. I was nearly late. I was, I was going to do a bit of shtick at the start, and I was going to pretend like I'd forgotten I'd gone live as I was checking my, uh, my fantasy football team, having Ali. Well, I, see, I play in fantasy, fantasy draft more than I would in, in, normal, uh, in, in the normal fantasy league, but a group of mates are playing the just draft, and I have, I have Ali Watkins. No, not just to be different, because it's, uh, that's, that's the one that I look after, because it's, it's amongst all my mates, and I have Ali Watkins. So three goals and an assist is going to look nice in that. And that sheet, um, for sure. But I must say, Aston Villa were absolutely amazing from minute one till the, till till ninety eight. As I said, we looked assured, we looked in control. We were we we hammered their hammer, like you know. I, I, I said it beforehand, or I said it there before you jumped on, Paddy. You know, in the first 10, 15 minutes, not only were we, but were we, uh, we were one nil up after fifteen minutes, but we had put in some hefty challenges in Billy Gilmore. 
and 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 made him i suppose like we sat him down for good portions of that first yeah. half because we knew he was going to be their metronome if they were to get going in there with the young lad beside him hinchlewood um uh playing playing alongside him um we were kind of making them play through him and seeing what he was made of and i thought that was a real astute tactic to be honest yeah, uh, absolutely did very well. And as a result, the, the out ball to Matoma wasn't there. there and Matoma was very quiet in the first half as well, albeit he was well marshaled by both McGinn and uh, and Maddie Cash w- when he did get on the ball. Um, you know, there's there's so much good in this. I, I reckon we, we don't have enough time to talk about how much how much uh, happiness is, is, is available. Um, and, and there's very little negativity on my behalf anyway, but... Uh, um, I, I might say just because I need to be fair, I don't believe the second goal or the third goal should have stood. I don't believe their first goal should have stood. Their only goal should have stood. But uh, I'm guessing their goal stood because the game was off the pitch and is counted as being on the pitch because he came back on after the goal was scored. That's the only the the line was drawn between Emmy Martinez and the player to see was he ahead of Emmy Martinez because you have to be you have to be behind the goalkeeper and one defender. That's the that's the law. But sure. Who, who knows who's making these laws because we've seen now that you can stand in front of the keeper and, and block his vision like Liverpool did to us and we did it again today. So for those people that say what goes around comes around today, your your point is valid. But uh, I think today we've pushed ourselves into the top six and into that argument and maybe we'll get some kind of respect, which we didn't get off the commentators throughout the whole game. It was actually yeah. embarrassing. It How really much more- was embarrassing. How much smoke they blew up the arse of Roberto De Zerbi while he was fucking 3-0 down and then 6-1 down. It just makes me laugh and makes me cringe. And a commentator is talking about us going to uh, going to Sarajevo on our holidays this week. And they're going to Marseille as if to to make it like uh, an equivalency of the the, the calibre of the teams that were out in the field. Villa were up 4-1 at that stage. Villa were up 4-1 at that stage, and they were saying, Aston Villa are going to Bosnia, but Brighton are going to Marseille during the week. And they're like, who cares? Like, we're genuinely, not who we're cares? Not going to we're playing at home. Yeah, we're playing them at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're playing them at home. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, anyway. it's madness. It's madness. A C- couple of comments there I just want to highlight because uh, they, they I, I think they're true. First of all, Matt Hanlon, thank you so much. Belated, belated points for podcasting. Cheers, thank you so much. I, I think tonight is going, I might, I bought a, um, a bottle of uh, Jemison Stout, uh, the Stout edition, where, where it was, uh, um, it was uh, what was it, aged in a Stout cask. I'm going to enjoy some of that tonight. I think I, I, I am. Not that it's an expensive bottle of whiskey or anything. I'm just interested to see what it tastes like. Unai Emery then says, "So that, look, we have the we have Mister on the uh, on the podcast today. The professor is here, and he said." And if Unai says it, it must be true. One of the best individual performances you'll see from a striker. I presume that's about Ali Watkins. Gareth Southgate is here at, at Villa Park. I, 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 the funny thing is, though, Unai, I imagine Gareth Southgate is there watching Lewis Dunk today. And he said six goals scored past him. And I thought he was pretty poor along with Webster today. I thought they had no idea where, where any of our strikers were when they pulled wide. Um, but uh, hopefully Ali Watkins caught the, caught the eye as well. And also HSS makes a great point here. Our goal difference is 27 scored, four conceded in the last 10 home games. Bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. In the league, we always have a chance at home under Una Emery. 27-4 means we, we, we have at least six clean sheets in there as well. So that's that's some record. How did you do those, Matts? I don't even know how you got, the, the, got those Well, it's 10 games. We only conceded four, so the most we could have is six. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. the most we could have is... Or the least we could have is six, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Exactly. Paddy, talk to me. I suppose, look, there is loads in that game. There's six goals and we could stay here forever, but I do have a hard stop in this game as well. I do apologise uh, for this uh, this post-match. I do. Paddy, you can keep going if you want. I just need to duck out uh, in about 10, maybe about 10 minutes no, time. You, you, minutes you walk time. away. I'll, I'll have to go myself as well because uh, I, 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 I'm under a bit of pressure. Um, <laughs> look, where, where, where do we start? The, the tactics tactics were spot on. That's the most important thing today. I thought uh, you alluded to that that battle in midfield. The battle was won before the game even started. I thought they. I, I think it was a mistake putting that young lad in there, um, be, because as you say, with with, with uh, Gilmore marshalled very very strongly, it found he found it very hard to get into the game. As a result, we won the midfield battle and won it at a canter in the first half. It did get a bit more expansive after half time. Uh, Fatty made a difference. He he frightened us a little bit. Got the goal in the end. Probably could have got a red card for his petulant kick out by the letter of the law. That's supposed to be what people do when they kick out after the whistle has gone and and, and not intention laying a kick at the ball. But anyway, that's that's for another day. Um, but I, I I truly believe that this is our best team available to us. We we were absolutely excellent. We, the the only the only person I I could lay, label as as not being at least an eight out of ten was Zaniolo. I thought he struggled to get into the game, and that's fair enough. It's going to take time, and I think we're finally seeing Diaby getting up to the pace of the Premier League and what's expected of him at this level. So look, Zaniolo will get there. That's that's no slight on him, but. I thought John McGinn was excellent. I thought Douglas Louise was excellent. I thought Kamara was excellent for a long period of the game. Couple of couple of errors in there. Um back four. Like if you're if you're Gareth Southgate, what kind of excuse have you got for leaving out Konza, Ramsey, and Watkins out of the next England squad? And even in the squad is all like like if you're calling up Alfred Devine who's playing with Port Vale at the moment. Like yeah. he's on loan at Port Vale at the moment. Alfie Devine from Spurs. And you're calling him up, to, and I know why he's doing it because you get young players who are showing promise in there to see what the setup is like. I know, you completely understand that. But Jacob Ramsey's never been in there to see what the setup is like. The man's a fucking idiot. Like, we all know that. He's a spoofer. So I, I'm just looking forward to the, the excuses, or if anybody will actually uh, will actually question him on it, why these players aren't in the squad. Because if we're pushing into third in the league for at least 24 hours, um, we're up there on merit because these players are playing well. Watkins hasn't had the best start of the season, but yet has scored two hat-tricks, and oh, I think he's on eight goals, is he, for the season? Fair play to him. Absolutely brilliant. He will score 20 goals, Seven. no doubt, this season. Yeah. He will definitely Seven. score 20, 20, uh, 20 goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's the but, first person uh, to score two hat-tricks in Sandy Grain. Uh, oh, I had that. Somebody said put that in. I want to put their name in lights. Matt said, first, go first player to score two hat-tricks in the season since Sandy Gray. And the season isn't isn't even ten games old in the in the like he could he could score another one this year, mm. you know. So I hope, I hope he does. does. I hope he scores a few. <laughs> yeah, I, I do too. I absolutely do. I'm just looking up something here. Penny, keep on talking there. Talk to me about Douglas Louise, first player to score five goals in five consecutive home games for Aston Villa since Dwight York as well. I hadn't, uh, hadn't even realised that. No, <laughs> I forgot that he was on four in a row. Okay, he's he's absolutely amazing. The the amount of talent we have now at our disposal, it's just a question of if if we can just play our strongest team in every game, we're we're go, we're going to be there or thereabouts for for again for European football. I'm biting my tongue here and saying Champions League football, but we're in third place and we're in third place on merit. Haven't haven't only lost to Newcastle and to Liverpool, so they're they're two people we would expect to be either ahead of us or or very slightly ahead of us. So. 
I think we've been through to form in the league. Um, we're all very pissed off over the other night. That's fair enough. But uh, for, for me, that is truly the type of performance that we would hope we could put. And again, even against a lesser opposition than Brighton, I'd like to see this done on a, reg on a regular occasion. Me too. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, look, I suppose... Um... No, look tonight. Tonight, uh, it's not the time. Not the time to get into the get into the conversation. I was going to get into now because let's keep it jubilant. Let's keep it because it should be jubilant because it's going to be like it. It would be bar winning a cup or the last game of the season going into a game for us to finish in the top four and get into Champions League football. This is going to be our our biggest result of the year until until the next big one is exactly what I'm saying <laughs> because six one against Brighton as I said is so good it's the third time I'm going to say it the team that were anointed by by everybody else has been the best of the rest which they were last season I suppose really when you think about it finishing sixth in the league we're anointed for that we've gone out we've dismantled them we've been dismantled this year already we talked about bounce back ability Paddy we made the joke about Ian Dowie and you talked about Tim Lovejoy if that's not bounce back ability they should change the Oxford dictionary um uh definition to Bounce back ability. Just watch Villa versus Brighton on the 20, 30th yeah. of September 2023. That's all you got to put in there because that's the definition of it. To come back and to be able to win 6-1 against a team that was... And look, I said it beforehand as well. They're a team that are the sum of their parts. They really are. And Aston Villa have better individual players. And I think today's in, today the individuality of our players really shone through it a lot of times. McGinn's passed through to Watkins for the goal. McGinn can do that. That's fantastic to see. Welbeck can't do that anymore. And this isn't about Brighton versus Villa thing. It's just what we saw today. You know, Diaby, you mentioned about Diaby. Watkins' play in general today was just absolutely outstanding. It was brilliant. He's a, He is a 10 out of 10 today. He's 20 points already gotten fantasy football. I would imagine he's going to get the three bonus <laughs> points if he doesn't. Uh, I don't know who's picking that. But, you know, it, like it's little bits and pieces like, like that that we saw today. Kanza, again, I've been screaming and looking for somebody to stand up as a leader. Ezri Kanza is standing up as that leader. And I... I Never been so happy to see it because he's puffing his chest out, grabbing a fellow by the by the collar today, and standing up for himself. You know, I I'm okay with that. Um, I, I, he was on a yellow card. I wouldn't have been okay with it if he got sent off. But in in the circumstance that happened, I think it set down a good marker against Ansu Fati. Um, and you know, other players there that I thought stood up to. I thought Bubakar Kamara today was really, really, really good. I hope he isn't injured because today was what I wanted to see from him because. What we what once again his position was defined today. Yes, he wasn't playing in between the back two, but what he was doing was he was the furthest midfielder back. And if you noticed in the first half, why we got so much joy, Douglas Louise was right up there. If you go back and watch the first half, I made a note: Douglas Louise is right up there. Our high press was super high, like we were defending in their half when they had the ball uh, during the, during the the first half. And I think we were okay doing that because for all the greatness Devin Ferguson has, he doesn't have lightning pace over 50 yards uh he was very he was very quiet today he mm. I, i'd love to actually look up how many touches of the ball he had today but really they were they were relying on matoma matoma today and that was and that's that was their out ball and we didn't let them get that out ball to them paddy as you said there because we shut them down up top bill gilmore we went and we went at him we hammered the hammer there and a stupid taken off at half time that really nullified their defense it really nullified their midfield and it really nullified their attack so Round of applause for, for the professor today and the way he put the, put that team together. And a round of applause for the players and how they um how they, they executed the plan that he put together. So just a flawless performance, I think. Even though we conceded a goal, which was silly, flawless performance, I think, uh, all around. I have, I have a question for you, Neil. Yeah. 
did you notice any soaking wet jerseys today? I didn't notice any soaking wet jerseys today, Paddy, but I didn't think about it until you just asked me. I, and I'm watching I'm watching John McGinn here in the post-match. He looks a small bit off colour, but it doesn't look stuck to him. It's it's mm. wet, but it's not it's not as bad as we've seen. So it, it, it looks like they've rectified the situation. I, I saw Maddie Cash at one stage, and it was bone dry after about 20 minutes, but he, I realised he had an underarmour underneath it. So uh, I wonder if he, that's it. McGinnis but the, no, the, the rest of them were all were all fairly dry. I, I think they've, uh, I, I, like, e even if you're wearing an undergarment, it will still bring the uh, the the water to the front. But anyway, front, yeah. maybe, maybe yeah. they've done a job it's, on it and maybe they've sorted it out. I'm looking at it here, McGinn, and as I say, it's wet, but it's nothing like we've seen so far. It's not been like, mm. like as if they've been underneath the shower, you know. Uh, and plus it was raining. It was raining in Birmingham. It was raining. Yeah, it was yeah. raining in Birmingham today as well. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Um, where are we? Thank you so much, Philly D. Amazing Brighton lose six one to poor Aston Villa. That's a the pundits, whatever you believe. Yeah, we might get that meme about us uh, in a positive way today. Where Alex Ferguson said, "I thought Aston Villa were brilliant after the Newcastle game, and everyone was scratching their head." We might get the whole, "I thought Brighton were brilliant um, after Villa beat them six one." And look, Brighton are going to have big results. They've had big results this season already. They're obviously uh, fourth in the table. We're third, but they're fourth in the table for a reason, and they're going to have some really like they're going to they're going to fight some teams but they couldn't frighten us today and we teams should be looking at us going okay if this team figures out how to manage as i said before it's 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 not a case of just turning up and playing football games when you're professional it's a game it's a it's a case of learning how to play six or three games in six days and this is the last of our three games in six days uh, sorry no it's not uh, the, the the last sequence you had was three games in six days and this is um th this is just something that we got we got to learn how to play you know, we gotta learn how to play play this now. And yeah. um and and if we keep on, you know, if we have three two or three or four more results like that towards over the course of the year, we'll be just fine. We'll be just fine, I think. Um <laughs> Paddy, just before we go, and I know guys, some of you are only just um just popping in, but I, I, I've got a very, very um hard out in this one, about twenty minutes for this, but I am gonna look back through this. I want to discuss some of the goals in, in more detail, specifically the Jacob Ramsey goal. Uh, Paddy, great to see him come back. Great to see him have the confidence after only getting a few games off the bench to turn around, put it on his right foot and ping it in off the post. I was screaming for him to shoot and I I was so happy that he did because uh, not only to put a 6-1, but just he's just a, he's a lovely player. Oh, he's a class act. He's an absolute class act. As, as we as we always say, it's great to have them one of our own in that position. Um, brilliant finish. Lovely finish from... Uh, Luis as well. A couple of lovely finishes from Watkins, specifically the first one where he opens his body and passes it into the, the side net. And on the far side, I thought it was an excellent finish and very composed. I criticise him when he's not, so I have to say it when he is. But look, six goals, one one fluky one, two two that uh, two that could have been chalked off given a, a different uh, celebrity referee on a different day. So let, let's just enjoy the fact that we've got the rub of the green to a certain extent today. And we deserve the rub of the green because we were by far and away the best side. We absolutely bossed it. But for a 15-minute period after halftime, it was ultimately the most professional performance I've seen under Unai Emery. We haven't done it for a full 90 minutes. We got 60 minutes of it today. And I'm very, very... Oh, we got more. We got 75 minutes of it today, I, which is excellent. I think we got more than 75. I think there was 90 minutes. I think there was 90 minutes. No, we, we got a good defensive. Yeah. Obviously, we, we made a mistake for the goal. And, you know, but the, for that 15 minutes, we 
kind of stood off them and, and said, Let, let's see what you have. They got the goal. Then we scored fairly quickly after it, I think, did we? Uh, f- no, we didn't. 15 minutes between Fatty's goal and Watkins' next one. So, yeah. And I, I, they didn't do anything. Like, the goal is, like, they didn't, they had that one snapshot from Joe Pedro, but I think we were always in control. I think we were even in control yeah. for that goal until Dina just decided to swipe it. If Dina had just let it go run through his legs, <laughs> there wouldn't have been a goal, you know? Yeah. I know there was players behind him, but it wouldn't have been. And even at that, the only reason the goal stood was because McGinn had had uh, made a lung-busting uh, lunge and was up against the advertis- advertising hoardings behind the goal. So, like, Brighton can't exactly say they carved us apart for that goal either, you know? So, it's... Uh, um, but, look, I, I, th- I think that's, that is, like... That is a 90-minute performance today because we never looked like we were losing that game from the first minute to the end, ever. And uh, and I think, look, that's that's what that's what we want. Uh, do you know what? I feel sorry for people who are at half 12. What time is it now? 10 to 3, just getting out of the ground. And the fella who said to the, said to the missus, I'll be home straight after the match, is now feverishly trying to find somebody <laughs> to rob his car so that he doesn't have any way home and can stay out in the boozer for a while because... Uh, I'd be thinking absolutely every, of every excuse not to have to go home after that and to, to maybe slick into the in, into the social or to the hitting arms <laughs> or to wherever else you were, you know, batting arms or wherever you wanted to go to up to the Sacred Heart and have a fine old time for myself uh, is what I would be doing. But uh, I'll have a fine old time for myself here anyway, I think, um, tonight at some stage when, when the yeah. chiselers are gone to sleep. Um, anything you want to say before you before we finish up, Paddy? And sorry for no. the shorter one today, guys. No, we will yeah. come back and, and talk I'm, about I'm absolutely more. buzzing after that result so much to the extent now that for the, for the first time this season with all the negativity and, and stuff that's gone on off the pitch, I'm now frantically trying to find out how I get over there. So uh, I need to book a trip over very, very soon because uh, yeah, yeah I, we need, I need to get involved in this buzz that's gone down. So... Uh, Expect me to be uh, doing a, a live team sheet tantrum from the bowels of Villa Park soon. Excellent. I'm looking forward to it as well. Um, so parting piece here, everybody. What a win. Best win Villa have had, uh, in, you know, this season so far, hands down. 6-1 against a well-vaulted team. Hopefully this team is going to kick on from here. And I know this team is going to kick on from here because they're a team of, of great character. They've shown that under Unai Emery. And we are getting close to saying that we are so, so formidable at home. That if we can If we can beat the big teams there at home and Brighton, you know, being the next, not my words, but the best of the rest, uh, was said by one of the, by one of the commentators today. And if we can go and demolish them six one, does that make us the best of the rest, or does that make us somebody outside the best of the rest? I don't know. But let's let's continue to strive to be there. And if we keep on winning at home, we will finish high in this league as well. So thanks very much, everybody, for watching, for listening. Thumbs up, subscriptions, all that jazz. Um keep an eye out as well our live podcast that we did a couple of weekends ago um we will be putting that back up to uh we're putting that up on youtube we finally got we've got some of the footage back on that and i think you're going to like it it's not time specific so it's really conversations with the people that were there as opposed to um really talking about aston villa at this moment in time really great crack really great fun i hope you watch it so keep an eye to the social media side of things for that and if you're not a subscriber click on the subscription click on the thumbs up should i say click on the bell and you'll be notified when that goes live thanks a million so much everybody for for jumping in thanks to everybody who came from stato's link earlier on i forgot to throw everybody from our team sheet tantrum to stato i will do it next time i'm very absent-minded at the moment but uh thank you very much to dale and to stato for uh for for the watch along as well mind yourselves everybody tonight enjoy it because this is a fantastic result and villa 
are going, and this is a great bounce for Villa. I'm going to listen to Unai Emery, who's just been interviewed now. Um, stay safe, stay healthy, and all that's left to say is up the Villa. Up the Villa. Sports Social Podcast Network.